This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. Happy Wednesday. I hope your week is treating you well so far. You know, I tried making bagels this weekend. It's kind of in my attempt at having a weekend hobby. The thing is, our family's not really big on sweets, but I love to bake. I don't really love to eat sweets. Very rarely do we have a sweet that like our family runs through, but I love to bake. It's like so fun, so relaxing to me. So I thought maybe bagels would be the thing. So far, as of kind of prepping this episode, no one else has eaten one. And it's kind of discouraging because it's like I work really hard on it, but at the same time, it's like a thing that I'm doing for myself. So it's kind of an interesting phenomenon that I'm running into, but also that's like, I think it's helpful to remember that's not really why I'm doing it as much as I just need something to do. Like, I want a hobby. But it would be more fun if we were sharing in it together. You know what I mean? If they, like, wanted, they appreciated it. But also, like, maybe I could get better at baking bagels. We'll find out. To TBD. Um, This batch of bagels went kind of well. Like, the first round I did, so this, I will say, this all started because I got bombarded with reel after reel after reel of this one bagel recipe, which was, like, Greek yogurt with flour. And, like, that was the whole recipe. So I tried that on Friday. It was terrible. Um, It was definitely like a diet food situation. I thought it was just going to be like bagels, but like with more protein. It wasn't like that. It wasn't a bagel at all. It was terrible. Um, It reminded me of like, I was having like flashbacks from diet culture times. But I tried it. It didn't work. And it kind of set me on this journey of, no, I want to do real bagels. So the next day I was like, okay, I'm going to figure out how to make real bagels. I did that. The thing that I think I did wrong this round is all the recipes that I found had you using a stand mixer to like do your kneading. And I was like, put it in the stand mixer for six minutes. I don't have one. So I was like, I'm just going to hand knead it. And I kneaded it for like 20 minutes. But I mean, this is my first time ever kneading bread. And it never quite passed the like window pane test. If you've made bread before, you know, like, you stretch it and you kind of, if it doesn't break and you can kind of see through it, then it's ready to go. It never quite passed that, but I was like, I'm just going to bake them anyway. So I definitely think there's something to the kneading process that I can work out. But otherwise, I mean, this recipe worked well. So once I get it down perfect, I'll share. But all of that to say, I have a lot of bagels. (laughs) 
And I think I'm on my own with them for right now. And that's, you know, that's the way it is sometimes. But to the point of today's episode, we're kind of talking about hobbies here. This is a roundabout introduction, okay? I just wanted to share that with you. So today, let's get into our Q&A. As a reminder, you can always text or call your questions into 828-338-9127. And today's question was texted in. She says, hi, Sarah Jane, question for you from a type nine about starting a writing practice. I used to work as a newspaper reporter for six years, but left my job after a really unhealthy work environment last February. Congrats. After some time away from writing every single day for my job, I want to transition into a new kind of writing practice with the ultimate goal of writing a book. Do you have any tips for bringing this into my life in a way that is sustainable? I feel a little lost since I'm so used to writing in a very factual, to-the-point style and want to dive more into fictional and poetic writing. I look forward to hearing your thoughts. I love your podcast, and I'm so excited that you're back to five days a week. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening, for asking your question. Thanks for being excited that we're back to five days a week. I am excited, too. It feels like we stay in a continual conversation, which is really fun for me, and I'm so glad to hear that it's exciting for you, too. So I do have some tips, although, you know, we're all different. Our journey to writing is going to look different, feel different. I'm a very assertive type. You know, nines are tend to be withdrawing. So we might have some things that work for you that I would do and some things that might not. So take what works for you and leave what doesn't. But what I'm going to do is share with you what exactly what I would do if I were in your shoes trying to build up this practice, trying to transition methods. Here is like step by step from the beginning what I would do. So the first thing I would do is build a daily writing practice just for myself. So have no intention for anyone to ever read it. It doesn't go out anywhere. It's not with any sort of purpose or intention. It's just to build the habit of writing. Personally, I like to write in a journal, but for some, a computer is easier. That works too. I don't think you have to be writing in any specific way, just writing. Now, create some form of metric that keeps you consistent. Maybe it's a certain number of pages that you're writing. Maybe it's a certain amount of time that you're sitting down to write so that you have a guideline of when you're done so you know when to begin and when to end. Again, I don't think you have to write any specific thing. So maybe you write your thoughts down or maybe you just get right into writing something purposeful. But the important thing is to just build the muscle of showing up every day. It needs to be non-negotiable. And I encourage you to do it during a time of day where that comes the easiest. So if you don't like to wake up early and do things, don't make it like the first thing you do every morning. It doesn't have to be that way. You can do it in the afternoon. You can do it on your lunch break. You can do it in the evening before bed. Whenever is the easiest, because I don't want you to create an additional obstacle for yourself. So a lot of times what we see when someone says, I'm going to build a new habit, is they try to build two habits at once. So I'm going to wake up an hour earlier and I'm going to write. And I don't want you to do that. I want you to put this practice at the time slot of the day that comes the most naturally with the least amount of obstacles and just show up every day and do it for the same amount of time or the same amount of pages, whatever you works for you. There's no perfect amount of pages. There's no perfect amount of time. 
all that we're doing right now is building the muscle of showing up every day. Now, while you are rebuilding this habit, I encourage you to not try to build any other habits. Focus on just this one and make it so that it's muscle memory. Maybe you create a challenge or a reward for yourself. Like I write every day for 30 days and you get blank reward. Something that's really motivating for you. So I personally like to make it relevant to the task. So if I write every day for 30 days, I get a new pen or a journal, or I, you know, maybe go on a road trip where I get to write more, but you don't have to do that. It's just whatever actually will motivate you. You know, I get this if I do this. Now, once you've rebuilt the connection to writing every day, then you can start writing strategically. But before you can do that, you need to get the ideas that you need in order to write intentionally. Because once we get, we need space to get ideas so that we can make this writing time purposeful. So in order to do that, you need to build in time to be bored and inspired. So maybe once a week, if you can make time to go out of your house and experience something alone without your phone. Maybe it's going to an art gallery, watching a movie, taking a walk through a park. You can bring your phone for emergencies, but like, you know, no scrolling, no documenting, just be there. So in that space, ideally, you're giving yourself enough stimuli and space to think your own thoughts. I encourage you not to listen to music or a podcast. Just give yourself space to think and to see so that ideas can come in. And then if you can, schedule time afterwards to write. I like to go to a coffee shop for this, but you do whatever works for you. Maybe you write based off of your ideas that you saw there, or maybe you use this time for planning. You know, what do I want to write about? What am I thinking about? Either way, you know, scheduling that time in is part of it. So maybe you spend an hour or two hours doing something just to get inspiration and then an hour that's just for writing or planning. So once you've gathered those ideas, then you can plan for how those ideas can build into your daily writing practice strategically. So maybe you come up with a piece of dialogue that you want to work with. Okay, where am I going to you know, I'm going to spend this week trying to figure out where this piece of dialogue is going to go. Um, everybody's process with this is going to look so different that I'm almost hesitant to give specific examples. So whatever starts your, your process of planning, plan strategically so that every day you know what you're working on or why you're showing up to write, right? We're moving from this daily practice of writing. We're moving away from, I'm just writing for, to build the habit of writing, And at this stage, once we started implementing these weekly inspiration times, it's time to start thinking more strategically about what you're doing in that writing time, using that writing time purposefully. This does not mean that every day you write, you're going to write something great or you're going to even write something usable. It just means that you sat down with the intention to write something usable. So at this stage, right, you've gathered your ideas, you're going on these inspiration dates, you've made a plan for how these daily writing routine is strategic. From there, I would sit in silence for five or more minutes before writing. That's just me. Like, that's what I like to do. So typically, I'll take my coffee out on the porch and just sit 
Um, I set a timer and I wait. Everybody's different. I'm just saying this is what I would do. I would sit in silence before, for at least five minutes before my writing time. Give my brain space to think. There's so much input right now in our life that ideas are actually really hard to come by because thinking our own original thoughts is kind of rare and almost something that we have to intentionally create space for. And so I found that I write so much more quickly and efficiently if I give myself uninterrupted silence. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now, your writing schedule can change at this point. Some people prefer to write just once a day in the morning. Some work better at night. Write when the energy is there for you, but don't only write when you feel like it, right? So write as a discipline, as a routine, not just when you feel like it. What What I mean by that is show up every day, the same time every day, and write whether you feel like it or not. And also when you feel like it. So if the energy shows up for you at a time where you aren't sitting down to intentionally write, write then too, right? You can always write more, but never write less than once a day. Okay, so I'm going to kind of reiterate the steps here, and then I have some tips I want to share with you. Step one, build the habit of making this a daily routine. I mean, this could take a month, two months of really building this into a practice where that is just, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to write every day. Write at a time that's easiest for you. Don't try to build two habits at once. Okay. Step two, once that becomes a habit, then start building in weekly inspiration dates. And those inspiration dates should be relatively unplugged. Give yourself at least an hour and then give yourself time right after to write or plan based off of what you've gathered during that inspiration session. This should be low pressure. You don't have to come up with something significant every time, but just give yourself space and time to have something come to you should it desire to, right? And then after you start implementing those, you can start making that writing time more intentional and strategic. You're pointing your writing in a direction. Maybe you're working on a short story or you're working on a novel. You know, you're, you're intentionally moving toward something that others can read. So that doesn't mean again, that every writing session is going to be great, but it's all for a purpose. And then we write every single day at the time that's most inspired for us, whether we feel like it or not. Meaning we give ourselves the best chance at being inspired, but we write even if we're not. And maybe we keep some of that. Maybe we throw some of it away. That's okay. We just show up. So here are some tips for what to do. You know, some things that might pop up or things to keep in mind. First, most days are going to be terrible. (laughs) Okay. Most days your writing is going to be 
mostly useless and that's okay. Let that be the case. Expect that so that you can surprise yourself if you do more. But don't show up expecting to write brilliant work every single day, right? Second, allow for rewrites and editing. Don't try to write the first draft the first time you sit down. No one does that. It's stressful. It's hard. It stalls progress. Enjoy the process of writing a rough draft and give yourself a different time to edit so that you can come back and make it better. There's no wrong way to do this, but release the expectation that your first draft should be perfect and ready to go. Know yourself. So um, I have what I call an inspiration tracker that I'll often have creative clients do. It's essentially just tracking every hour of the day and your energy levels, your creativity levels, what kind of work comes easiest to you during that time of day. I encourage you to do it for at least a week, maybe two weeks. Gather data so that you can know when you have the most creative energy. I've seen some patterns um, in the work that I've done for a lot of people where creative energy is usually strong in the morning or at night. And then in the afternoon, a lot of times people have really good editing energy or energy for meetings. That is not the case across the board, but it is sometimes the case. It's the thing I've noticed the most, but pay attention to your unique recipe. When do you feel like you have the easiest time writing? When do you feel like you have the hardest time? Put your writing time in where you have the easiest time. I personally like to write in the morning and edit in the afternoon. The last piece of this is to build in accountability. Once you get to the phase where you're creating with a purpose, it's time to tell someone. Create a deadline for yourself. Build some external pressure around your project so you have a reason for it to end. And you have a little bit of a pressure to complete because otherwise we can kind of, there's no direction, right? We can just kind of meander. So set an internal deadline and then stick to it by telling people. Add some pressure to yourself so that, you know, especially as a nine, right? Our withdrawing types can really do well with a deadline, an external deadline, because you have the tendency to procrastinate. And so allowing space for yourself to be, kind of feel that pressure to really produce something, right? So tell someone, create accountability and create an internal deadline, but support that internal deadline with a real consequence. You can determine what that consequence is. An example of that consequence is you have to tell somebody that you didn't do it or you miss out on a certain reward or maybe there's something that you typically like to do and you say, okay, I can't do this unless I, you know, meet this deadline and take it seriously. Really treat it sincerely. All right. (laughs) That is what I would do step by step if I were starting where you are. I hope this is supportive. Thank you so much for texting in and asking a question. Those who are listening at home, you can ask your questions at 828-338-9127. And as always, it's just an absolute joy to create this content for you and happy writing. See you tomorrow for the next one. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. 
Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.